<laughs> hey now, it's Jay Scott Smith here, the host of JSC Radio, which you can now hear on Stitcher Radio. That's right, Stitcher is radio on demand. Now you can download the free app today and it's available on iOS, Android, as well as Nook and Kindle Fire. You can take JSC Radio anywhere. The app is free. You can listen anytime, anywhere. Now, if you're wondering what Stitcher is, Stitcher is an award-winning free app that lets you listen to all of your favorite shows, plus discover 40,000 news, entertainment, and sports shows, such as JSC Radio. You can create custom playlists. You can rate and review this show and others on Stitcher. Please drop a friendly review on the show. Not only is Stitcher available on all smartphones and tablets, it's also in over 4 million car dashboards. It's on demand and on the go. No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory on any of your devices. You can stream your favorite podcasts, like JSC Radio, for free on Stitcher. You don't have the Stitcher app? Simple. Go to Stitcher.com today or check out the App Store on whichever device you use. Stitcher Radio. Be sure to check it out. This is JSC Radio. Today marks the most deadly shooting in American history. The shooter was apparently armed with a handgun and a powerful assault rifle. This massacre is therefore a further reminder of how easy it is for someone to get their hands on a weapon that lets them shoot people in a school or in a house of worship, or a movie theater, or in a nightclub. And we have to decide if that's the kind of country we want to be. And to actively do nothing is a decision as well. Check it out. This is JSC Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm just going to kick past the pleasantries and the bullshit here because um, I planned on episode 11 being, you know, a rundown of the fun of the NBA Finals, which, as I laid out last week, seemed to be going right about where I figured they would. I could have taken the time on this space to, you know, talk about the death of the great Muhammad Ali. He, he, was, he was a part of American history, and we lost him at age 74. I could talk about the death of Gordie Howe, who is not only on the Mount Rushmore of Detroit sports, but on the Mount Rushmore of North American sports. He passed away last week as well. But episode 11 of JSC Radio is instead going to be dedicated to, unfortunately, yet again, the memory of a large number of people who were cut down by some crazy bastard with a gun. 49 of them, to be exact. It's 49 and counting. That's how many died in Orlando this past Saturday night, early Sunday morning, whichever you prefer to call it. There are another 53 fighting for their lives as this episode is being recorded. What happened in Orlando has happened on a grand scale. That's a mass shooting of double-digit casualties. It's happened 14 times since 1990, eight of which have come since 2005. And remember, I say double-digit casualties. That's not factoring in last year's shooting in Charleston, which had nine casualties. 49 people and counting. It's to the point where this shit happens so often, it, be, it it's become an annual event. Hell, maybe even a quarterly one. 49 people. 49! Before that, it was 32 at Virginia Tech. Before Orlando, it was 26 people in Newtown, Connecticut. 20 of which, first graders. Kids! 
A deranged dude burst into a school in the 21st century and slaughtered 20 school children. Kids five and six years old. We're not a year removed from that aforementioned racist piece of garbage walking into a church in Charleston, South Carolina, sitting through a Bible study, then pulling out a gun and murdering nine people in some sort of perverse racist grudge that would make a Donald Trump supporter blush. I could sit here and rattle off the names of all 49, 49, let me stress that again, 49 NFL rosters have 53 guys on them, 49 dead. I, I, I could rattle off their names of all these people, men, women, brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, lovers, friends, straight, gay, bi, trans, black, white, many of them Latino. It was Latin night. But doing that only would really just make me even angrier. And I'm already pissed off about this. What happened in Orlando was disgraceful and distressing. And unfortunately, it has become a part of the America we live in. We can hold all the moment of silence for the victims that we'd like. We can hold all the vigils, all the rallies, but none of that will mean shit if the people we elect and send to Washington decide not to grow a set and do something about this country's archaic damn gun laws. Now, yes, I know, I know, whenever I or anyone else, you know, like that high-ranking elected official who kind of has the same skin tone as I do, ever says anything about gun laws or gun control, even when they use the term common sense, even if he sits there and says, we're not trying to take your guns away. Inevitably, some guy here in rural central Pennsylvania or in northern Michigan or in the, in the hollers down in Kentucky or out in the desert in Texas or some Confederate flag-wearing doofus down in Mississippi is going to start screaming, you're not going to take my guns. This freedom, America, damn it. And no matter how many times you tell these fools that regulating guns does not equal taking them, they're going to go kicking and screaming like the children they are to the certain lawmakers, a majority of which happen to be a part of one particular party, and they're just going to get what they want. No matter how often you tell them that all we really want is more checks and balances and getting weapons, these dummies will spew the typical NRA line, if they're just being a good guy with a gun, everything would be fine. I mean, let, let's let's take it. Let's take a second and talk about that particular that particular sentiment. That's a line of that, that. That's a. There's so much to unpack from that big old box of bullshit that I have to actually break this down. So let's just take Orlando for example. If there had been a good guy with a gun, everything would be fine. You know, if I was up in there, he walked up in that club, I'd have pulled out my gun, and you'd have been victim number fifty. That's what you'd have been. You wouldn't have stood a chance. Dude shot his way into and through that club with an AR-15 assault rifle. That is a military-grade gun that, for some odd reason, anybody can go out and buy. Quickly. Helen Urbinas, a columnist at the Philadelphia Daily News, got a hold of an AR-15 in seven minutes. Seven minutes. Minutes. Let me stress that again. Seven minutes. It takes longer to get lunch orders through than it does to get a damn assault rifle in this country. Seven 
minutes for an AR-15 that HBO's Real Sports just two weeks ago did a full profile on how these gun nuts are turning the AR-15 into this quote-unquote sport rifle. It's a sport rifle. It's not dangerous. It's just a sport rifle. Get your ass out of here. Sport rifle. That gun is military grade with 30 round clips that can be easily reloaded. When that dirtbag walked into that club, he was ready to go. And then you throw in that he comes into this club at 2 a.m. I've been to the club. You've been to the club. Everybody you know over the age 18 been to the damn club. You know what the hell the club is like at 2 a.m., especially on a hot summer night, and you've been getting it in all night long. You are drunk. Last call. People are lit like a Christmas tree. And as we've seen from the smattering of Snapchat and Instagram videos, they thought the gunshots were a part of the songs. And as somebody who at one point in time was a part of a lot of parties at a lot of clubs in Lansing and Detroit and Grand Rapids and Jackson, Michigan, there are plenty of songs where the bass hits or there are actual gunshots in the song that you can't tell whether their shit is real or whether it's Memorex. Those people had no chance. So despite the NRA's perverse little wet dream of people just whipping out guns and turning every place into a scene from a friggin' Western movie or an episode of the A-Team or some cut from the movie Rambo, it logistically wouldn't work. In fact, if you put a gun in everybody's hands, you know everybody can't shoot, for God's sake. It makes it three times as dangerous. That dude came in there with an AR-15 and mowed down 49 people on his own. The last thing you need are three or four cowboys in the room whipping out pistols and busting off shots and hitting everybody except the guy they're looking for. Never mind that by the time they could get their hand on their hip, he would have blown their face off. What's also dangerous is how many Americans have bought into this cowardly, lazy-ass narrative that we simply shouldn't even try to fix or change gun laws. We shouldn't even try why even try don't waste your time because quote criminals are just gonna get guns anyway you can't stop them all so you just say the hell with it that line of thinking has been propagated by no shock here republican and to be fair a few rural democratic lawmakers who are beholden to that gun lobby called the nra another shooting I mentioned earlier, there's so damn many of them, it's easy to get, you know, confused. Newtown was really the thing that changed the game. And I've seen versions of this on Twitter. I've seen versions of this on Facebook and on Instagram and things of that nature that pretty much this country was, the gun debate in this country pretty much went to hell in a handbasket when 20 first graders got gunned down and, you know, lawmakers just said, what you gonna do? A gunman literally murdered 20 first graders 20 we're talking about a bunch of six-year-olds five-year-olds yet after that a majority of our elected officials let out a collective well gave a kanye shrug and said second amendment america second amendment is sacred no it's not quit acting like the second amendment is untouchable and infallible for the love of God, when the Founding Fathers created the Constitution, mind you, it's the Second Amendment, not the First. It is interesting how some of these politicians are willing to fight like hell, fight to the death for the Second Amendment. 
they're more than willing to let a few things about the First Amendment kind of slide. The Second Amendment was brought up at a time when cats were using muskets and cannons and were actually fighting for the survival of this country. No matter what these rednecks tell you in, these, in, in the rest of the random parts of the country, this country ain't on the verge of getting taken over. Well-ordered militias. Militias, they're using muskets, not AR-15s and AK-47s that can pump off 30 rounds before your ass has a chance to blink. Second Amendment. We, came, or we care more about that damn Second Amendment in this country than we do the 1st, 5th, and 13th. And if you don't know what those are, shame on you. You should have been paying attention in friggin' social studies. But then again, these are also the same ones who'll sit there with a straight face and say stupid things like, guns don't kill people, or the aforementioned, guns are for sport and fun, or guns represent freedom, America, uh. or my personal favorite, guns are tools. No, the people who own guns are tools. And until someone walks up in a movie theater or a school or a church or a mosque or a club or to a job and kills 40 people with a socket wrench, you can miss me with the tool bullshit. In fact, miss me with all this weak shit. You can change and fix gun laws. It's not easy. It requires effort. It might be something that hurts. It might be something that takes years to push through. But you can't sit here and tell me we just can't do anything about it because what's going to change it? I don't know. Does doing the same thing you've been doing forever, how's that working? Damn near 50 more people got shot to death in a damn club. And there's another 53 sitting in the hospital and you don't know whether they're going to survive or not. So... Not doing anything hasn't exactly produced a whole lot of great results. How about we get up off our sorry ass and do something about it? I mean, if a bunch of states in this country run by a lot of these same legislators who just can't seem to do anything about gun laws can magically challenge the Voting Rights Act and create voter ID laws that fix a voter fraud problem that doesn't actually exist, you can fix gun laws. If you can create laws that protect religious freedom, you know, despite the fact that there's this thing called the First Amendment that already protects religious freedom, those laws that happen to protect religious freedom that just so happen to tacitly sanction discrimination against the LGBT and Muslims, you can fix the damn gun laws. If somehow these same guys, most of them Republicans, can create laws out of the clear blue sky to combat the ever-dangerous issue of a transgender person going to the bathroom to combat that non-existent rash of sexual assaults, you can fix the damn gun laws. I don't get this. This is a country that loves to stroke its own ego and put itself over and talk about how great it is. We talk about how exceptional we are. And when you look at this country's history, there's a lot of reason to beat on one's chest. This is a country that managed to get rid of slavery, survived a Great Depression, two world wars, a civil war. They've changed a multitude of laws. They found a way to get civil rights laws passed for just about, well, everybody. In certain cases, some people took a little longer than others. This country's been able to do important things like desegregate schools housing in theory and the military so we can do all this but strangely since we quote can't stop criminals from getting guns which is bullshit let's just do nothing because it's too hard to do something that line of thinking is weak lazy and tired and it comes 
pretty much from a nation of fake tough guys who want to go out and grab big guns because it makes their little man seem a little bit bigger. It's one thing to attempt to fix gun laws and have it fail. That happens. Civil rights legislation didn't just happen overnight in 1964. It's one thing to attempt to fix gun laws and have it fail. It's another thing to just say the hell with it and quit without even trying. I'll stress it again. A gunman murdered 20 first graders and a majority of our elected officials didn't say boo about it. Freedom is the greatest thing about the United States of America. It's what makes people come from all over the world to start their lives here or start their lives over. For better or worse, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else than in the United States of America. The operative word in that sentence is live. Live. We should be able to go to school or work or a bar or to church or to a synagogue or to a mosque or to a sick temple or to an airport or train station or supermarket or any damn where else, an amusement park, a baseball stadium, football stadium, an arena to go see a concert. Rest in peace to Christina Grimmy, by the way, taken out by irrational gun violence 24 hours earlier. We should be able to do all that without the irrational fear that I might lose my life because some insecure or unstable person feels the need to start pumping off shots in a room full of unarmed people. It shouldn't be harder to get a damn driver's license or license plate or credit card or to adopt a puppy or to apparently buy lunch than it is to get a damn gun. Let me remind you, the Orlando shooter got those guns legally. Legally. He was investigated and questioned by the FBI. He abused two of his wives. He'd shown issues of mental instability and the sumbitch still got a gun anyway. Legally. This is, that's why that lame idea that all oh, criminals can just find ways to get guns. They don't need to go to the black market to get guns. They can walk up to the damn gun store, take a five minute if that background check and bingo, you got yourself an AR-15. That crazy Newtown shooter got those guns legally. The Virginia Tech guns legally. Aurora, Colorado at the movie theater legally. You see where I'm going with this. These weren't the street thugs in Chicago getting illegal guns. These were calculated efforts by quote-unquote normal American citizens who got those guns clean as a whistle, bruh. I close this out by saying this. As the late Owen Hart said in the middle of a promo in late 1998, enough is enough and it's time for a change. But when are we? This country that holds itself up as the great liberator of the world, the best country in the world, best nation on the planet. We love to talk big. We love to jump bad. We love to flex our muscles. When is this nation going to grow a set? Stop listening to the political excuse factory. Stop caving into these lobbyists. Stop caving into the party politic bullshit and do something. I love doing this show but I want to be able to have fun. I want to be able to talk about sports. I want to be able to talk about life, not death. Take care of yourself out there. God bless. Always dare to be different. Always have your pet spayed or neutered. Be back at you next week, episode 12. Rest in peace to the 49 people who lost their lives in Orlando last weekend. Rest in peace to Christina Grimmie who lost her life far too soon at the hands of a damn gun. I'll check in with you guys next week or whenever these NBA finals end and we can get back to having some fun around here. 
Take it easy, y'all. I'm out. Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Check it out. This is JSC Radio.